0: hello and welcome back to the panty personals and there's a sense of deja vu about this winter as it seems the other p word pandemic is not over until it's over But as we try to figure out how to remain human and have a social life, I get to have some quiet, up close and personal time here in my panty parlor with my amazing guests. And today is no exception. With me is a man who walked away from a legal career to be a Dublin rapper and a professional dog walker. It's hip hop artist Nilo, whose lyrics, riffs and rhythms often chart stories of loss and grief and put their finger on the unspoken emotions, not just of life and love, but also what it means to be a man today. He's a consilla lad, and the passport says Neil Keating, and while hip hop is his joy, his music career was once firmly anchored in punk but now he describes himself as a guest in hip hop culture, often collaborating and mixing it up with black Irish artists and musicians, creating a sound which is uniquely Irish and often particularly Dublin. Nilo, welcome. Thanks for having me. And let me first off say that you are not, it turns out, the first professional dog worker we've had on the podcast. Why are you serious? Because we had um, Galia Arad. Do you know Galia? No. She's like an, um, an American import living here. Singer, songwriter, right. very fun girl. And yeah. she also was a precious dog walker. That's amazing. Yes, indeed. Um, and of course, I'm a, uh, I'm a vet, you know, yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have a dog and a cat that I got in lockdown. What kind of so. dog do you have? Uh, Jack Russell. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. like a proper mush. Love really loving my life and all. Longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> she's 14 years old, so she's, she's getting 14? on. So um, um, she's not as much fun in that sense, because yeah. she just sleeps a lot. Mm. And she hardly, you know, she... Her legs aren't good and all that, but the cat that I got early in first lockdown is
1: so much fun. Really? Yeah. So is it just a regular cat or any kind of crazy? Oh no, uh, no, just a regular.
0: Oh, I am yeah. firmly of the belief of get your your mongrel and your mutt, and yeah, your you're dead right, your yeah. regular cat. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, no, I love them. They're great and they've been great fun in lockdown. They're a great company, like.
1: And really where real. does your dog thing start? Out? Um. I think from childhood like my parents had a dog always you know and uh, i've always just loved animals for some yeah. reason everybody loves animals but well, not uh, everybody which yeah. is don't, yeah it is weird when you meet people that don't like dogs i don't understand <laughs> yeah. i never understand i was like what's not to like <laughs> they're so simple
0: and some people have this you know fear of yeah, them you know yeah. really primal fear like there's a woman in our building and you know penny is a 14 year old jack russell who yeah. has Never so much as stood on a fly, do you know what I mean? And she won't get in the lift with us,
1: really? Yeah, yeah. I suppose that comes from childhood, probably getting attacked. Yeah, very young or something. Yeah,
0: well, actually, I, I have to bring it up now that you've mentioned the yeah. word um, because you had a terrible um incident with a
1: dog. How long ago was that? Um, I think it was it would be three years ago in February, I think. And
0: uh, it was a big dog, was it?
1: Yeah, so basically I was walking this uh, giant Newfoundland that belonged to a friend of mine and uh, it it ended up swallowing a tennis ball. Uh And I was trying to get the ball out because like, I felt like it was my responsibility, you know what I mean? Like it was happening on my watch or whatever. So yeah. I just kind of like didn't even think about it. And before I knew it, like my hand was in his mouth trying to get it out. And it was like a, a battle between us for like 15 minutes maybe. And uh, I ended up getting like 57 stitches and two fractures in my hand. And he, the dog ended up dying. And uh, yeah, it was just really like rough experience. You know, those things in life where one moment you're out walking, doing your job, having a good time. And then the next minute you're in hospital for like, two weeks getting like mad operations on my hand and stuff, you know, and it's still sore like three years later. It's still like kind of like hard to make a fist sometimes and stuff. God,
0: and all because he swallowed it. Um, yeah, like he
1: had one. three of them in his mouth at the time. He was such a messer of a dog like it. God. Yeah. Well,
0: now I I, just brought that up because yeah. it's, um, it seemed to come up. Yeah, its own. Yeah, yeah, we started but, heavy. <laughs> but, but actually there is um a segue into your music here because yeah. it was part of the impetus was yeah. it, to get back into music yeah
1: definitely i think you know in life sometimes when you go so low at that time i was like on the way to being a like apprentice solicitor i think i was doing my master's or just finishing my degree at the time and then i was like wait if life can get this bad and i felt really bad after i took it really personally mm. and i just felt really sad and, and i just thought that why not like try mold it into something that i want you know, mm. it, it, like, cause sometimes I don't know if you've ever been on the edge, like that, down that low, yeah. like I'm presuming you have, like,
0: yeah, who hasn't? Yeah, tomorrow?
1: exactly. It almost feels like life's not worth living anymore. And, and then I got that low that I was like, oh, actually, if I'm going to stick around and just like continue with this life or whatever. I'm going to try and mold it into something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to live it for somebody else, which is what yeah. I was doing with the law stuff, you know. I was trying to appease the voices of what I thought everybody wanted me to do. My parents, society, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So then I was like, fuck, I'm just going to do music, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what I want to do. I had already started making a few songs, but I hadn't released anything. And that kicked me into gear, you know, it really did. I, I actually got better. As soon as I came out of the hospital, I was just better at doing it for some mm. reason. It was just like a switch, you know?
0: Um, Your you reference there, the law. And, yeah. And actually, if you sort of read things about your looks and stuff, you, everybody goes to that, oh, he abandoned a career in yeah, law yeah, to yeah. get into hip-hop. Because people
1: love a story. And they that's do, what, yeah. yeah.
0: But that's not exactly no. how, yeah, because you had been in music before yes, law. So maybe yeah, let's yeah. Go, go back. Let's yeah, okay, go yeah. back to the beginning. So, you're from Con- yeah
1: Yeah.
0: It, of course, it immediately jumped out to me that your mom was a, a milliner, a hat maker. Yeah, yeah,
1: she still is. Yeah. yeah to yeah, me, that's yeah. very glamorous. She's so. amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's deadly. Yeah, you should see her study just the colours in there is it's crazy like. and
0: she, she makes them like just
1: from scratch like literally yeah and they're
0: like one-offs people say yeah, one I'm off, going to a wedding so, or so something
1: like a, yeah a woman will come over saying like I'm going to a wedding here's my dress or like you know just tell her a little bit of the story maybe and then she'll chat to them for an hour or two and then make the hat and mm. it's it's a really beautiful thing you know when you think about hats it that's very difficult to, to wear with wigs i have to. yes tell you. So it's, i'd <laughs> imagine yeah i feel but like you I have
0: to wear like a really that. big one maybe <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah or a little fascinator yeah a little that tiny one is pinning, pinning. Yeah, yeah exactly cool maybe and, yeah
1: she can make one for you sometime
0: well i i, I will definitely keep that in, <laughs> um, yeah, as an option i'll pay
1: for it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so your your mom was making hats and your dad was a guard right yeah he
1: right? was a guard yeah
0: and um your first musical love on the surface seems like a million miles away from where you are now. Yeah, But your first musical was punk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I started playing in bands, like, you know, growing up in an estate and there was yeah. really like nothing to do except for like hang out on the corner Yeah, and with the lads like that are getting up to no good or getting into music. So then uh, me and my friend Mark, who was like my oldest friend, we, he, he was playing guitar. And I started playing bass. You know, you put a band together, played a few gigs. And then all of a sudden I was like, I love this, uh, you know, Uh, and just kept playing in different bands for years. And then
0: what was the part about it that you loved?
1: I think I loved everything about it. Like I loved the music. I was betting to the music betting to being on stage, going to gigs. I still am, like if you ask me to pick like a night on the couch or a night at a gig, mm-hmm. I'm gonna to go to the gig every single time, you know? And I think that's what one of the reasons the last two years was was pretty hard. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I just started playing in bands and coming into town, and that was a real eye-opening experience, meeting other people that were into the same kind of music yeah. and growing with those people. And uh, eventually got to stage where I was into like a genre called hardcore punk, which kind of originated in like, New York or, or LA or whatever. and. uh Yeah, so I started playing a band called Frustration and then we ended up going on tour of Europe and America and doing that for like five years and then we broke up. And then I started hip hop a few years later.
0: I mean, so you were like deeply embedded oh, yeah. in, in the punk scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was everything my band whole life. was pretty successful. Yeah, like and in, within a small scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And on the surface, it does seem like it is almost the opposite end of the spectrum in mm. a sort of a way. Yeah, hip-hop. definitely. But it's not really in other ways. What is it about both of them that attracted you?
1: I think both of them seem to be... Well, hardcore definitely was, and hip-hop has sides that are, like, on the forefront of, like, social issues a lot of the time. Mm. Like, hardcore punk, you know, like, in Dublin even would have been... Like, lots loads of people would be vegan, straight-edge, like, kind of just, like, really, like not not anarch, anarchist kind of view viewpoints but like just really socially aware of like what's happening and like yeah. you know like squatting in houses and like you know like doing stuff like that and I really enjoyed that side of things like like the social justice side of things and I think it's the same now in hip hop it's like anytime there's an issue that needs to be talked about most of the first voices in, in Dublin a lot of them will be from the hip hop scene you know what mm. I mean so whether it's like you know, someone like Mango or Denise Schuyler or someone something, something like that talking about it, you know. And yeah. I think that's amazing to be able to have a voice like that and, and to be able to talk about issues, you know, is really good. And then the community aspect of both of them is amazing. Yeah, uh, The DIY ethos of both of them is amazing. Just, you know, fuck record labels. Let's just do it ourselves. Mm. I love that idea, you know. And they're both outside of the mainstream. Yes, that's, that, I think that was the thing that attracted me the most. Maybe mm. like a distrust of authority, which I still have a lot of and that's probably what attracted me mostly to it's gas that you clocked out and I didn't <laughs> <laughs> but, but but they are you know yeah. they're, they're they're on the fringes in, yeah. in a way which I loved yeah. that's what I love and I love the danger of both genres as well you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely
0: um so when you were back in your punk days mm-hmm. and you were devoting your life to noise <laughs> yeah basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Like, how did the guard, the dad and the Uh, middle and mum feel
1: about all of that? I think they just were confused, maybe, you Mm. know, it's only now that they've both really like my mom would have been really supportive, but it's only now that they both would come to my gigs and stuff like that.
0: But oh, they come to your gigs now. Yeah, they
1: yeah. would. Yeah, like we played the Button Factory two weeks ago, and they came. They both came to that, and that was it. Was really nice to have them there. You know, yeah. it's nice to get to feel that support, I suppose. But back then, I say they were just confused. They're like, "This chap's just screaming on stage, and all <laughs> these people are baiting each other." <laughs>
0: I mean, I know you have to say it's lovely to have your parents there, and yeah. it is. I know. Yeah, but then I in my experience, it also it makes me more self conscious. Hundred oh, percent. Because yeah. of, you know, there's sometimes the kind of stuff you might not be really saying. I'm talking when about. Out there. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and so. So, um, so do you really love it when they come? I do, but I wouldn't want them to come to every gig because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I want to be free, to, yeah. to, you know, to not think about that, like you're saying. Like, you well, know? And also
0: it's kind of it's a kind of responsibility I've always find, because, yeah. um,
1: you know, my parents sometimes come to shows and yeah, that. Yeah. And
0: it, but, you know, it doesn't matter how you cut it. This isn't their thing. There's a part of me that's constantly the whole night. you are like, are they having a good time? Like you know, and I feel this responsibility yeah. for them to have had a nice time. And in order
1: to perform fully to your potential, you need to not be thinking about that. Exactly. You need to be free and in yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
0: So I love it. You know that my yeah. parents sometimes will yeah, go sometimes. to things, and, everything. <laughs> yeah. and I love that they're supportive and all yeah. of that. But at the same time. I feel like I can't 100% let give go. myself to the yeah. performance no, I when I'm stand aware it. that mommy and daddy are <laughs> sitting there.
1: And where do they stand? Do they like,
0: well, oh, I would never let them be in the front <laughs> if I could see them. No, God, no no no, in no, the no, back? no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably don't want to be in the front no, anyway. They yeah, yeah. No, they don't. No, they don't. It's funny though, and once, I did a show in my hometown. You mm. know, in, yeah, yeah. In, it's in a documentary, isn't it? it? Is, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and um, terrifying. Yeah. but also really lovely because also I also kind of designed the show specifically. Right. You know that my parents. It was in a tent, be, wasn't it? Yeah, I it remember. Was. Yeah, 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 they put a marquee in the yeah. town. Amazing. Um and that was kind of the perfect solution. <laughs> yes, like design yeah, yeah. An actual show for right. my parents and, and your neighbors. Did you curtail
1: everything so that was specifically like and I didn't friendly curtail. enough to? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Enough that it felt true <laughs> to me but at the same time there was stuff that I was like absolutely
1: not yeah, yeah,
2: not today yeah not yeah,
0: today yeah. that's
1: good um, and did anybody in that whole show say anything negative to you, uh, like afterwards, no. or uh, no, 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 not okay. at all.
0: I mean, you're from Consilla, but mm. you know, I'm from a, the pro- the proper classic, uh, you know, country town. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it didn't have a town hall to do the show right, in, so okay. that's, that was a marquee <laughs> up in the local tire yeah. business. Um, but um it's one of those things I always kind of joke about when you're from a small town. Mm. If you you know get to some level in your thing where where the the town gets mentioned in the newspaper, or on the mm. radio, or on the telly in relation to you. They are thrilled about That's that. That's a huge one. And to be honest, they couldn't care less what you're doing in order <laughs> to bring it in. Like, I think they would always be just as happy if you were a serial
1: killer. <laughs>
0: as long as the town was getting mentioned, yeah. you know. That's amazing. So no, they
1: were all, you know, That's so yeah, funny. it was fun. And have you gone back, would you ever think about going back since and doing another one? I think once was enough. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I wouldn't I even. They would probably agree I was with thinking there. I wouldn't play a gig in Consett. Why not? I don't, I don't know. Like I, I have got offered gigs in the Consett in before, and I'm like, no, I want to go back when I'm a much bigger artist. if I'm going back and going back big, you know. Yeah,
0: no, I get yeah, that. Yeah. Like I didn't go back and do it at the Christmas show, <laughs> or you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. And there was like a documentary crew turning yeah. up, as well and everything. so it felt real yeah that's that's real
1: yeah and it was yeah it was on the course of a few things for you as well, yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. crazy
0: let's go back to this so you're 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 in the punk scene Mm. you're you're doing you know relatively well um um mommy and dad you're are a little confused but on board all of that and then you basically said okay i'm going to toss all that and i'm going to you know I'm going to make mommy and Daddy extra happy and do a, get a real job. You, you yeah.
1: studied law. yeah. Um, so before that, I had actually moved to Vancouver for a year. Mm. And then when I came back from that, I was playing in the band, like, you know, for a good few years, like probably smoking a lot of weed, going out a lot, sessioning, you know, and enjoying life as yeah. you do in your 20s, you know. Yeah. And then I kind of got to a stage where I was like, oh, what am I actually doing? You know, the fear of mm. like. Everybody else's voices in your head being like, you know, you're not good enough or you're not going anywhere. And I kind of was like, what's the opposite of this? Maybe I'll just study law. And then I started going to Minute to do a a degree as a mature student. I think I was like 26, 27 maybe. Mm -hmm. And then I actually found that I enjoyed it. You know, Mm -hmm. I I started to like it, not love it. I just liked it. And I liked the feeling of purpose that it gave me Mm -hmm. as well. And the challenge, you know, of taking something big on board. That's not necessarily your passion. But yeah. putting a lot into it, yeah, and then and I, I just kept doing that, kept following that road, uh, and and I think it's one of the reasons that I, I'm doing good in music now is because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Because if you apply yourself to something that you're not that into, yeah, when you find something that you are into, then it doesn't feel like work. But you already know the road, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like a degree like helps you with all that stuff. You yeah, because music is an industry. It's a hard industry. It's probably the toughest industry, I think. You know. Like, if I was to put the same effort that I put music into Law, I'd be fucking rich for it right now, you know? Mm. But with music, you can put so much effort in, but you might not go the wrong road or might not know the right people or, you know, so... Yeah. Um, but I do feel like Law helped me help me with that. And I do, I, I don't regret it. And it's a nice feeling to have, like, a Masters yeah. in your back pocket if you ever need it. But yeah. were mommy and Daddy thrilled at that point? I'd say they were proud, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. I'd say, like, that, my dad especially, like, he he'd be, like... Very like into that idea of like you know his son being a solicitor and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, like he's proud of me now, which is yeah. nice, you know.
0: You know, my parents were always very supportive and all mm. that, but it isn't their thing, yes. And they never really understood what yeah. the hell I was doing running around nightclothes, you know, dressing cartoon <laughs> or whatever. You know, they, as long as I was paying my rent and seemed happy, yeah. they, they were good, yeah, but they didn't get
1: it, yes, yeah.
0: um, which is fair enough. Mm. Um, and then but then I remember when I opened the pub. Right. Now, my dad knows what a pub is. Yes. You know, he knows it's, what it's that a is a bi- and he knows a what a small business, business is, yeah, all that. Yeah. So he then became very interested and in. He'd always have loads of questions about the pub and want yes, to know things. Yeah, and yeah. That. Because he understood mm. what I was doing in that part of my life. Right. Was there an element of that, do you think, with your parents?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think they struggle to understand music in general yeah. like and how, especially in Ireland, it's such a hard place to make a career out of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and still struggling with that. But like, when they started seeing me like popping up on the TV or in the Irish Times or something like that, yeah. that's when they really started to turn a corner and be like, yeah. oh yeah, he is doing something. Sort of like, You know, the village where you grew up. It's like, yeah. oh, the name's in the paper. Yes, it must be real. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, when I I was nominated for the Choice Prize last year, and that was a big one for them, you know, uh, like bringing the little trophy thing that they give you over to the house and like leaving it there. And like, it just feels nice, you know. Um, Because we walk our own paths, but like we do like the blessing of our parents, you know. It does make it Uh, feel uh, nice to have it. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. and I didn't always have it, so it's nice to have it now, you know.
0: Well, you always want to feel your parents... Not necessarily approve, yeah. but are uh, understand what you're yes. doing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Like they're in your corner, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And
0: also you don't want to disappoint
1: them. That's 100% true. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But some people have too much of that in themselves where they go so they pigeonhole themselves into what they think they should be doing. Yeah, and that's, which how, is sort be, of that's what how
0: people a, become dentists.
1: Yeah, shit like that. I mean, some <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people might want to be dentists.
0: Nobody does. Like, nobody <laughs> does. Who says, I want to look inside people's mouths I don't all honesty, day? Honestly, like, I was like trying to nobody.
1: Yo. Yeah. You're dead, right, actually? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deeply or suspicious or of
0: dentists. Or accountants, what
1: do you think? Maybe same for accountants. Do, do people, like, wake up and, more and be like, I, yeah, I want I to Yeah, but I can
0: see that, that some people like say, oh, they just like, they like business, Yes, and they like yeah, and yeah. accountants can go into a billion other things that's true but a dentist can only, only look inside people's mouths and go, oh <laughs> and my god that's serious awful. pain like, yeah kind yeah. of I mean I guess there's a satisfaction when you fix them with these that's true but, but 99% of it is yeah. you know scraping it's pretty tight when
1: you think about it isn't
0: it it is and yeah. that's the thing yeah. everybody hates going to see yeah, you yeah exactly Yeah. like yeah. that cannot feel good no 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 definitely when not when everybody yeah. like
1: Hates going to see you. It's not like a tattoo artist or something because they deliver pain, but then at the end of it, people are really happy. Yeah, like, oh, I love my tattoo.
0: Blah blah. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's mad. Okay.
0: Uh, probably this is a good time to hear some music. Um, yeah, of course. So yeah, you're yeah. going to do a couple of songs for yeah. us, and Rachel and Adam mm-hmm. uh, are going to join you. So t- yeah. tell us all about this.
1: Um. um so we're going to do two songs. One's called "Under the Weather," and the other one's called "You Can't Go Home Again," and they're from the album that I brought out last year, which was at the start of maybe during the pandemic, around October. I mean, yeah, all um, the
0: sense of time is just yeah, it's gone out the so, window. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, and the album's called "All the Leaves Are Fallen and we're going to do two songs now with Rachel and Adam, who are two of my best mates. So it's lovely.
0: <laughs> it's lovely. Rachel's on vocals. Yeah, yeah, Rachel's
1: singing, and Adam's on the beats. Okay. Yeah. Let me get out of here. Um, let's hear. Them. All right. Let's go.
2: Maybe we're just looking for something under the weather. Cause a part of me goes hungry, my demons are on the welfare. All my friends alone know, you are still dying with no healthcare. Hey, yeah. I was in the kitchen when you told me. I was in Vancouver when you phoned me. I write songs like all the obituaries, but that might be the old me I think that's the old me And maybe this is the symbol of the way things are I'm scraping pennies just to pay the road tax on my car And the housing markets are gone through the roof My one bedroom apartment on the edge of town is proof That the way things are going is fucked up The rich are getting richer and it doesn't look good You wanna take a look at the suicide rates in my hood The answer you can't find in the bottle book, he's our boy but I was on the late night dial Asking chiefs for answers to the keys to survival Might just have to call me when you find them Buried in the couch or in my mind, love I was on a you initial phone bus I was in the kitchen when you told me I was in Vancouver when you phoned me I read songs like all the bituaries But that might be the only. me I think that's the old me
1: Alright, this song's called You Can't Go Home Again.
2: And I don't wanna fight with you I'd take a plane right through the sky If it meant I'd spend the night with you If that'd be alright with you Ay, and when I look into your eyes, I the universe is lighting up And that's enough to lighten my load I follow all the darkest roads that's steer home Maybe that's the only home I've ever known And I don't wanna fight with you I'd take a plane right through the sky If it meant I'd spend the night with you If that'd be alright with you Hey, and when I look into your eyes, I see universe is lighting up and that's enough to lighten my load. I follow all the darkest roads that steer home. Maybe that's the only home I've ever known was back in Berkeley in the bay when Mac Dre died I know some days I'm hurting, but some days I see blue skies But I paint my soul and my heart and this art I'm starting to act like these things don't matter I'm burning true dreams like shatter Root of pain is attachment I'm last to catchment area like phony politicians I build up promises without caring Scary and much we're sharing Like loin more a torrent parent. I gave this city my all and my all is all but lost its bearings and I don't wanna fight with you. I take a plane right through the sky. If it meant to spend the night with you, that'd be alright with you. Hey. And when I look into your eyes, I see universes lighting up. And that's enough to lighten my load. I follow all the darkest roads I steer home. Maybe that's the only home I've ever known. Let's go, Rach. Yours is the only love I've ever known. Now I understand, I should've showed you. And time passes and I'm getting old, and I can feel this weight upon my shoulders, and it's you on my mind now that it's colder. Mmm, I know you'll be just fine now that I told you. Ah. Come back home now, come back home now, come back to me. Come back home now, come back home now. Come back to me, call back home now. Come back home now. Come back to me, call back home now. Come back home now. Back home now. Back I know I don't wanna fight with you. I take a plane, or right through the sky. Now. If i to spend come the night with you. If be, with you, thought I'd be alright with you. And when I come look into your eyes, I see the universe come is lighting up. Me. That's enough to come lighten my load. I follow come all the darkest roads. I steer home. Back come back and maybe that's now. the only home I've come ever known. Back home now. Come and I don't wanna fight with you. i take a plane right through the sky if I meant to spend the night with me. you. That'd be all right come with back you. Back and when I come look into back, your eyes, back. I see universe is lighting up me. and that's enough to lighten come back, my load. Come back. I follow all come the darkest rose, that's the home. Maybe that's the only home I've come ever known. Back home now. Yeah.
0: Yay. Gorgeous. Oh, that was fun. How, how long have you guys been doing stuff together?
1: Um, not that long, since last year only. Yeah, um, me and Adam have been working together for a few years and then uh, Rachel came on board like last year. Yeah. we Usually we have like a band of what, maybe like eight or nine people. Yeah. To play seen. a full gig, like, yeah. like uh, you know, with saxophone and stuff like that as well. Yeah, I've watched yeah.
0: all your videos, you yeah. Because I do all the research. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, because I was actually a little surprised when I started watching the videos. Uh, to see that the live show is. It's a full-on... Yeah,
1: it's nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a little party, you know? Yeah.
2: This one's for my brothers in Blanchardstown town and my sisters who wear the crowns. If you lost, I pray to your family lay too many in the ground in the early tents. Staring at life with a greyer lens. Looking at Alexa, asking questions that like God knows when. Can we move out to the suburbs? I can't pay the rent And the money's been wearing two faces like it's Harvey Dent It's got me staring down in an empty palm like it's hardly spent I'm about to skip on food in April and it's hardly lent But I could harp for length About how politics is crooked as a dog's hind legs And the economy's built on equal people, camped in tents I can see them now, the tents kept low Behind all fences and all friendships are long gone cold Without the Lemsip
1: and everybody that's in the band is my friend most importantly so that's like it's just always great crack yeah
0: yeah um you know most of my um you know gigs are alone mm. and yeah. um, and then you know you finish, and if it all goes well and people are like
1: yeah. yeah
0: and then you walk off and you're in the dressing room on your own that's it's the just thing. a weird thing yeah and so Occasionally, um, like for I toured with this show called Riot, which was like a cast mm. yeah, of 20 yeah. and it's just so much more fun yeah. to, you know, you're back in the dressing room with 15 nuts. Yeah, and, and there's the
1: after show buzz then yeah. as well and you have a little party and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. so
0: much prefer that. Yeah, way. no, yeah. it's
1: much more fun. Yeah, definitely. And
0: all the pressure isn't totally on you. Either. Yes, exactly. Other yeah, people yeah. can fuck up.
1: <laughs> but I suppose there's the other side of it then. If you're a solo, you can make more money, you know, mm. but then... You have to travel on your own. Yeah, mm. it's hard.
0: One of the things I want to talk to you because um, you've described yourself as being you know, a guest in another culture in mm. a way. Talk to me about that and can an Irish fella, yeah. you know, from Cloncilla and all that,
1: um, be a, a hip hop artist? Yeah, I've said that in interviews and conversations, like feeling like a guest in a culture. But that's, I don't think that defines, you know, what, like say a white rapper is or anything yeah. like that. I think that's just more how to act in the culture, yeah. do you know what I mean? Don't be like going in, dropping all the slang, for trying to be American. If yeah. you're like just a white dude from Dublin, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you have to, in order to pay respect to the culture, you have to come with the authenticity, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's how where I feel like that guest thing comes in, you know what I mean? And also to not just surround yourself with these people that look like you. Yeah. And that's one of the beautiful things about I feel like now i've gotten a second chance in music because i started with the punk bands and that was for the most part just rooms full of dudes yeah that's all it was baiting each other you know and it was great crack but i look back on pictures of that now i'm like oh it's almost fucking embarrassing it's just like a sausage fest every gig you know and now the world has changed so much now that like hip-hop is has so many women and and uh people from all different ethnicities and i'm getting a chance now to like like have friends that I didn't have growing up mm. that have come from different places and have different experiences yeah. in life you know and I think that's a huge part of it for me as well you know it's lovely mm. like it really is nice
0: um, Well because actually it's been one of the really interesting things about doing these podcasts over the last X number of years uh, we've had people like JLOL and mm. uh, Tolu and yeah all, all amazing know, like yeah. Speaks and yeah. whoever Jafaris yeah. to, um, to see you know, um, a sort of a, a, a kind of a new excitement in mm. Irish culture, um, you know, blending elements from all over. Mm. Um, it, it feels like something very fresh mm. and exciting in a way that I haven't really felt about Irish things in in, in, a, in a long time. Mm. Yeah, um, same. And it's it's very exciting to see wh- what it's beginning to create and to th- imagine what might eventually come out and what it might eventually look like. Mm. Um, I mean, is that part of the excitement for you?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's amazing right now. Mm. And it's going to get crazier because every yeah. every few months, like a new artist will come out and you're like, yeah. oh, these are pushing it forward even more. Mm. Um, and it's so new. And I think we're, we're unique in that f- way that it's so new because England... You know, they've had like grime and stuff for a long time. And like, I suppose we're just reaping the benefits of the like immigration Mm -hmm. here in the 90s and 2000s. You know, Mm -hmm. we actually have like Irish, African people now like contributing to Irish culture, making it like such a, just making amazing music. And it's so nice to see. And it's it's an honor to be a part of it, to be honest. Like it really is an honor. And all the artists that you mentioned there, like I've had... I either have songs with them or I've played gigs with them or I'm friends with them and that's Mm. such a nice like thing to be a part of and everybody's so helpful you know there's no really attitudes or anything like that everybody wants to see the scene grow and it will you know like in 10 years we're gonna be like it's gonna be crazy over here (laughs) it really is like well
0: even just um, my first proper gig back after you know all the lockdowns yeah was the mother block yeah. part thing. You and know, she's headlining that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she absolutely yeah. blew the non roof off the actor. I can imagine um, yeah. But I was just sort of thinking, you know, it's it's such a different, you know, Ireland than just twenty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um and also because um, what I love about people like Nisa she's also so authentically limerick. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, And there's no, I think in the past, Irish people used to feel that in order to sort of have some sort of success outside of Ireland, they had to almost blandify Mm. their references. They were afraid to talk about spar or whatever. Exactly. When in reality,
1: it's actually the opposite. Yeah,
0: it is. The The more specific is
1: international. Exactly. The more specific you are. And it's the same in all writing. I think it's like if you talk about things that are very specific to you, people actually relate to that. They do, yeah. We, yeah, like you were saying, we had, especially in music, had a, this idea for years. Like it was such middle of the road music coming out yeah. of Ireland. And even you 2 are like that. And I, I like you 2 But like you 2 like, you know, Codeline bands like that, they're all great bands, but it's very, very uh, palatable. Non specific. Extremely <laughs> non specific, you know? So then to have like the niece on the other side of that, like just dropping so many limic references, yeah. it's fucking refreshing, you know? Yeah, it is, mean? yeah. And I love art like that, that that really just speaks to the person themselves and it's yeah. so relatable, you know. Yeah. Um accent as well is a huge thing. It for is that as yes. well, you know, it is, yeah.
0: And and that's another thing, because mm-hmm. you know, for I think I'll, I'll, for a long time or certainly in rock music and that, um, there's a tendency to sing in this non-specific accent. Yes. Yeah. Um and that really doesn't work in rap and hip mm, hop and that doesn't no. um and so um I mean Dublin is very much part of your DNA and and yeah. it's in
1: the music too. Yeah. And the thing is I know rappers that will go way to dublin when they're not from like there's people oh, yeah, that yeah. there's people that fetishize working class as well you know what i mean and and try to jump on that mm. like i grew up in blanche in, Cl- in Clonsilla. like there's lads two doors down for me that I talk like oh boy what's the story do you know what yeah. i mean but my accent was never really like that so i yeah. had to i had to like really refine like okay what's authentic to me and it's not too dublin and it's not american it's i don't know it's just the way i talk you yeah. know what i mean and try to work on that and get it out you know and uh but accent is different for each person as well. It like is, yeah. It's whatever you want it to be, really, at the exactly. same time. Exactly, like,
0: who are you talking yeah. to? <laughs> yeah. Is that
1: from Mayo? Yeah. You know, like. exactly. It is, yeah. yeah. And I think I was really quick early days to be like, oh no, everybody should be rapping in an Irish accent if they're born here, blah, blah, blah. But not, not really because different people have different experiences. Like yep. someone like J-L-O-L or Denise has a different ex- life experience to me and they can rap in whatever the fuck accent they want you know if they're dropping limic references that's amazing I love yeah. that you know um, So but
0: Dublin does sort of play an outsize. oh yeah definitely you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well it's where
1: I'm from it has yeah. to yeah and I think all good art is definitely dipped in place you know what I mean for yeah. me anyway the stuff that I really like is when song names have like places in them
0: and you're sort of um passionate about
1: Dublin yeah I'd say that yeah. I am
0: too like I'm a yeah. blow in but I absolutely fucking love Dublin <laughs> yeah I love
1: it yeah Um and it, it's hard it's hard these days to it love is. it it's hard to love it's like a, almost an abusive partner or something like that <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah. and I didn't
0: always love it yeah Um I always liked it I think but yeah. I didn't always love it started to appreciate things that I, about it that I didn't appreciate when I was right. younger. Like what? Like its size, for example. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, like when I was younger, I just, I wanted to be the biggest, you know. Yeah. You know, I had small boys, small town boys and yeah, whatever. Right. Um, And now I love
1: Dublin's size. I mean, you wanted it to big be bigger? Settlement. Yeah, I wanted yeah, it to be Like you know, New York bigger. or something, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: I literally went to live in the biggest city in the world on purpose, mm. you know, when I was 20 or whatever. How long did you live in New York for? No, I lived in Tokyo. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, right. Did yeah, you live yeah. in New York, no? No. All right. Did you spend no. time there? I did, yeah. Yeah, that's right, okay. I mean, well, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? And, and now those things about Dublin, like I love the fact how easy Dublin is. And yes, you can wander yeah, into town and, and bump into somebody
1: and yes, you yeah, don't yeah. have to spend four days deciding which coffee shop to go to. That's you the know, thing. <laughs>
0: whatever, all that stuff. Which is
1: like London is that yeah, kind of vibe. Yeah, like, You have to organise hangouts in advance. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 exactly.
0: But you're right that... Sometimes it, it makes it difficult <sighs> to live and especially a at the moment. Yeah, there's right uh, kind of a feeling like, um, the people who are who have been given the responsibility to look after it aren't looking after they're it, they're not doing it very it at well, all. Like,
1: yeah. Um, it's so hard to live in, like just in terms mm. of like the cost of
2: living, like it's crazy, yeah, you yeah, know, it's
1: insane, right? It, like, yeah. you're talking like it's the same cost, like rent, rent wise, as Vancouver. Which is a city that has so much more going mm-hmm. for it in terms of like, I'm talking infrastructure. Yeah. You know, we have a beautiful country and a beautiful city, beautiful people and culture and all, but like, the infrastructure isn't here to be able to justify charging you a thousand quid for a room. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not fair, like, you know?
0: But it's funny, you said Dublin's is beautiful, and I part of the reason why I like it so much is it's yeah. not.
1: Beautiful. Some of it is, yeah, and it's Some
0: never not, going to be no, yeah. Paris. No, you know no, what no, I mean? No, 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 it just can't be. But there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, yeah. Who wants to live in Paris always? Do yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Dublin because it just it's accessible mm. and and feels like it's, it feels very real.
1: Yes, it's very real city.
0: But it's you're maybe it's becoming harder
1: for real people to live here. Mm, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think especially like people are just getting forced out. You know, yeah. whether that's to different countries, different cities, or just like to me, they're killed there. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's just, yeah, like I, I got out of like a 10 year relationship recently and we both had to go our separate ways. And, and I have a, a baby and like just trying to find somewhere for both of us to live separately. Yeah. It's, it's been a nightmare and we're still going through yeah. it, you know? And it's just as a single person, hard to live, you it know? It is, yeah. It's not fair, really, you know? Um, It's
0: funny. I was going to bring up the sort of pandemic mm. stuff next. Not because I want to talk about the pandemic, because I fucking hate talking about it, I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. But it yeah. has played this big outsized role. And in a way, I um, I, I feel like it, it revealed something about Dublin to us. Um, but I think it also gave everybody time or space or forced us to whatever, to take stock of lots of things mm-hmm. about our lives. Including relationships and b- what you're doing with your life and work and music and yeah. all these kind of things. So it is interesting to me that um, you know during the pandemic, um, yourself and your missus, you know, decided very amicably. I, 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 I gather, yeah, i um, decided to, to sort of separate. And um, do you think the pandemic and all of that was part of? Yeah, yeah
1: like it could yeah. not be. Yeah, it's been part of everything, you know. And I think when people are like yeah you're just forced to look at yourself more so like I think a lot of my breakup was just me looking at myself and being like fuck mm. <laughs> like I'm annoying to live with <laughs> you know I mean like I, I'm a fucking man I'm annoying yeah. I have bad habits I've picked up bad shit along the way but yeah well, I think we just felt like you know it's gonna be better if we're just friends you know I'm better mm. I, I felt like better for my son and
2: and what age is your son? He's now? two
1: and a bit now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Fun age. Yeah, it's a great age. Yeah. It's actually the most fun so far. Yeah, <laughs> the first year is tough. I find. I found anyway. But the after two is getting fun. He's like waking up to the world and like yeah. saying stuff. You know, coming out with random stuff. Like, um, well, but, you like, know, me, when people have have babies
0: and you know they give you the the, the tiny baby. I'm yeah, like, it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah. And now what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I yeah, like exactly. it when they're moving around. Yeah, yeah. And saying when you can chat to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a bit of cracking. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> definitely, yeah.
0: But having a baby, um, obviously dramatic change.
1: Mm, there. Yeah, definitely,
0: yeah. Um, it also maybe makes it harder to say, "Fuck it, I'm going to follow my heart and do music and, yeah. and not do the the law business." Yeah, that's true. Um, did you? Was there moments? Yeah, there you? was
1: definitely moments, and especially with like the pandemic and stuff. Where it's like like I had no jobs I had two jobs before I, and then I had no, all of a sudden no jobs you know yeah. um, and that was hard because like you do you do look at them and you're like shit am I going to be able to provide and then it goes mm. back to the housing thing that we're talking yeah. about it's like how the fuck do you get a mortgage mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I'm living in the moment and if I look at, I can look after him put clothes on his back you know mm. have a roof over his head that's fine do you know yeah. what I mean Plenty of kids are raised, like, in all different kinds of environments, you know. I think if he's loved, that's the most important thing, you know. Yeah. And that, and his mom loves him to bits and I love him to bits. And that's literally all they care mm. about, you know. It, I wouldn't be the person that I am if I was going off and doing something else. I wouldn't be yeah. in any way close to happy. So that's the most important, I think, you know.
0: And also, um, you know, although the careers in the arts and all that mm. can be um, <laughs> a little worrying at times, yeah. <laughs> um, they do allow you to sort of manage your own time That's more true, and yeah. Yeah. decide, you know, how much time you can you're going spending with someone. Yes, and, yeah. um, you know, rather than. Coming home from your law firm, yeah, working 12 hours a day exactly. or whatever they and probably to want to do. go straight to sleep,
1: then you know, yes, and also that.
0: wanting to just kill people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, you
1: know. I found that I was coming home on a Friday and then going on the session till Sunday mm. to get away from whatever yeah. the fuck it was doing during the week, yeah, and then by Monday you're fuming at yourself, you know, because you've you had no rest, like you know, uh, yeah, now I feel more centered a lot, a lot, and. Yeah, I feel a sense of purpose that's really nice, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you do you do how long did you do the office business for?
1: I think I was in there for like three years, maybe, but even before that I was working in an insurance company for a year. So I've had a good taste of that world. Mm-hmm. Enough to know that I never want to go back. Like yeah. no offense to anybody that does it or yeah. it was there with me or anything, but like just not for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same no, as it's not for you. For you.
0: No because... Yeah. Even artists need insurance, and yes, a lawyer exactly. occasionally. And a dentist. Yeah. And a dentist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for horses for courses, and it's not, you know, yeah. my course. No, me neither. You know, when you have a child and all, um, you know, most parents certainly want me to believe that their whole outlook on life mm. entirely changes. So did it?
1: Yeah, it definitely did, but I, I heard before he was born, like I kept hearing this thing of like this immediate switch that people have. Oh, I didn't get that. but Like that was more gradual for me. Mm. Like after, over the over the year or like over the two years, started to sink into it and really love it. I think yeah. at the start, I didn't, not, I loved him. Well, it's a
0: shock in the It's beginning. a fucking
1: shock. Yeah, your life is like not yours anymore. Like someone, I think it was Louise McSherry, like uh, described it to me before as like you go into a lovely room And the door locks behind you, and you can never go back to the old room. But the new room is lovely, but you can't go back there. And that's exactly what it's like, you know. And you just have to get used to that room. Yeah. And eventually you do, and it's fucking better than the room you were in before. It just takes a while to get there, you know. It does. But also,
0: I think um, people like to tie things up in a neat package. So I think there's probably a lot of back projection when people say, oh, it's like I just immediately, I became this other person.
1: Nah, that's Um, not true. Yeah. For for most people, probably not true, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially not for men I feel like men might have a bit of a different time maybe because mm-hmm. women have a more of a maternal instinct baby comes from them you know it's inside them for nine months before it's out yep. whereas men are just like fucking like not that it's a it's a shock for both sexes but like men just like need oh, I think they need more time or something to, maybe they're more a little bit more selfish as well like you well know? there's also I
0: think there's a big cultural aspect to it yeah although motherhood may not even be appreciated as much as it should be in the same mm-hmm. sense women are given a certain you know expectation and respect around it whereas men there's still this kind of weirdness like oh almost embarrassed to be seen pushing the pram yeah. around Tesco that's very
1: strange to me yeah I remember so going I th- over to a relations house and then and then being like, God, you're a very hands-on dad. And all I was doing was changing a nappy or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, how, how does that make me a hands-on dad? Like that's just cleaning a shite out of me. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's yeah. not like hands-on. That's not being a good dad. That's just normal. Yeah. You know?
0: And have you found being a father and all that stuff coming into the, the songs?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe not as much as I thought it would, but like it's definitely come into a few songs for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like it, my songs... They bounce all around wherever yeah. my fucking head was at at the time I was writing it, you know? So it, it def- he's definitely come into lines and I have some verses about him and stuff in, mm. in some new songs as well, yeah.
0: Well, actually, um, speaking of songs, so yeah. you are going to do another song. Yeah. Um,
1: Rosemary, mm. and it is a, a new song. Yeah, it's a song that I wrote about my mom. She's been so like supportive of me and like, helpful and and like made so many sacrifices so I can be here to do Mm-hmm. this even you know and still is so proud of me and like I just it just felt nice to write about her and every time I sing it if she's there like she was there at the gig two weeks ago and mm-hmm. I sang it and like gave her flowers beforehand on stage it was real nice like and she was up on the balcony in the button factory which was just fucking ages away and someone was down the floor and I was like someone get them flowers to her and by the time the song started she had the flowers already and I could just see how happy she was and it was just like really nice you know yeah. um, I feel like mothers a lot of time don't get like a lot of the the thanks that they deserved, you know what I mean? The gratitude that they deserve. they like, you know, a lot of times just washed over how much effort that took. Yeah, And I think having a child myself, that's you were asking me where that bled into the music, probably through this, or looking at the amount of graft that she put in yeah. early days before I even fucking had a memory, you know? Yeah. And now I understand that, you know, and that's probably mm-hmm. where this song came from as well. Do
0: you have brothers and sisters?
1: One sister, yeah, yeah okay. she's older, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, alright so let's hear it alright cool and, uh, Rosemary I take it, yeah. it is your mother's name <laughs>
2: been feeling like a ghost, I was brought up by the coast I'm a water baby, I don't need a boat I just had a baby, spend me days just keeping him afloat To him I'm like a life raft, to me I'm just a boat To you your dad was just a boat I know it's not his fault, he never sowed the seeds of hope I know it's not my call, the seasons always seem to flow But maybe I'll adore you when the seasons glow one day I wear your love just like a seasoned coat I'm tying bricks to all my sorrows, drop them off the boat I'm tying balloons to all my memories, just let them go I was a fool for a quarter century, not anymore I'm done rhyming, I'm off violet, I'm more lilac No more crying in the toilets of the oilac Too many people to let an empire breed My own mama know me closest, that's the god I see Rosemary Parsi Sage, my home lady I know the cold of January's been in my bones lately I know the warmth of summer, hear it in your tone daily Especially when you're expressing poems a little baby I was drifting out in space when you saved me from the ether Plucked me from a dark hole and you gave me A little life, a chance to learn on this earth Will you praise me Sacrifice your whole world when you raise me Rosemary Mary, Parsi Sage, my home lady I know the cold of January's been in my bones lately I know the warmth of summer, hear it in your tone daily Especially when you're expressing poems to little baby I was drifting out in space when you saved me from the ether Plucked me from a dark hole and you gave me Little life, a chance to learn on this earth when you praise me Sacrifice your whole world when you raise me I'm counting my blessings these days Essence of life is lost on so many Trying to take flight like a pheasant Getting grounded in the present just like my parents did I was sending screamers and black cats to the nearest kid Now I hold a home tree cats and the dearest kid We called him Jacob, I left him with his mother's name Can't pretend to know the depths of any woman's pain Patriarchal systems, I know there's men to blame Rosemary Parsi sage, my home lady. I know the cold of January's been in my bones lately. Know the warmth of summer, hear it in your tone daily. Especially when you're expressing post to little baby. I was drifting out of space when you saved me. From the ether, put me from a dark hole, and you gave me a little life, a chance to learn on this urge when you praise me. Sacrifice your whole worlds when you raise me, Rosemary.
1: Good job, Sean. Good job, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous.
0: Sweet. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Rachel. It's funny. I think if I asked my mother, what do hip-hop artists and rap artists sing about? She'd say guns and strippers or something. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but like one of the sort of uh, kind of recurring almost themes is, is there's a lot about loss and yeah. grief and all that. Kind of stuff. Um, um, of course, now I'll, it's not my mother's I- image is wrong anyway? But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, wh- why do you write about what you write about?
1: I think I have no choice but to write about that stuff. Um, I do love stuff about guns and strippers, you know what I mean? But I've, I've no experience <laughs> yeah. in that, you know what I mean? And even when I was listening to that kind of music and I still listen to it, it's almost the vulnerabilities in it that I attach myself to, you know? So. My favourite music is when people really share mm-hmm. the most vulnerable parts of themselves, you know? And I just wanted to do that with my music because that's what makes me want to listen to it over and over again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if I make a song that I like, I'll listen to it to death and become the most egotistical person ever to myself <laughs> and listen to it like forty times and then yeah. until I can't listen anymore, you know? Um so I found when I was sharing the most about myself, it was the most therapeutic and it made me listen more to it. And I just think that's where the best art comes from, I suppose, you know? A
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Because it's a shared experience. True. Yes, exactly. That's it. And um, yeah, people want to feel something. Mm, they and do. It's hard to feel something in your Clans and Strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're doing well. That. Yeah, I'm sure it's great cracking, really. <laughs> yeah. I um, like, The song All These Leaves Are Falling Yeah, um, is a good example.
2: Oh, I was at your funeral. Oh, I was in the cubicle. Oh, when you were young, laid out looking beautiful. You were born on Silver Spoon. Oh, yeah. you were born so beautiful. Oh, yeah. all the leaves are falling, the summer leads into autumn. Call it the world is on us. Pick our brains up from the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dublin City rains, in my soul it's Fucking savage reason to come home. Savagery that they all had to leave their homes. But it's a fucking savage feeling to come home. Maybe we just don't belong. But I was at your I mean,
1: we probably wrote it, what, like, three years ago, but it came out like a year and a half ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You glossed over something early um, <laughs> that I want to come back to yeah. because I just think it's fun and interesting. Right? You mentioned you know about smoking weed, yeah. and when you were studying law, yeah, you did your masters, was it? Yeah, on around the legalization of cannabis. Yeah, I did uh, and, yeah, and and not just as an exercise. You 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 are an advocate. Um, yeah,
1: definitely. I'd probably be an advocate for the legalization of most drugs. To be honest, yep. I think that. The criminalization of them just hasn't worked like, f- yep. across the board, you know, like you're, lo- you're locking people up for changing their own consciousness, which is not really yep. like a fair thing to do to anybody. Like there's already laws in place that say if I smoke weed or do cocaine or do whatever and go out and hurt someone, yep. it's assault. You yep. know what I mean? There doesn't me- need to be an extra conviction for the actual taking of the substance. Yep. And what you do then, I feel, is create a world where people actually want to do that more. Yes. you know like dutch people don't smoke a lot of weed they do yeah, a know, bit yeah. but like it's people coming into the country for a novelty that smoke a lot of yeah. weed you know so i do think if you legalize it here it would be so much benefits like for not just tax reasons but people getting charges like i have friends that have charges over weed and like can't travel to the states for yeah, weed I mean, like that's... that makes no sense to me you know it really yeah. doesn't um so that's why i kind of wanted to do something i was passionate about for my masters and like I really threw myself into that and I loved it, you know. I try to keep on board of what's happening but it's mad that that was about four or five years ago and then we seemed on the cusp of legalisation medicinally anyway Mm. and now we're still not there like and it's just like indicative of the Irish government and like how slow they are at like changing legislation like you know what I mean
0: Also they don't ever want to touch anything that might seem controversial Exactly Until they're absolutely Exactly forced into it Yes You know The decriminalisation of homosexuality is another good example Exactly Everyone's on board but they wouldn't it until they were forced into it because they just don't like
1: to do things. Yeah. Um, I I was watching your speech from the Abbey the other day.
0: I do, it is true, believe that almost all of you are probably homophobes. But I'm a homophobe. I mean, it would be incredible if we weren't. I mean, to grow up in a society that is overwhelmingly and stiflingly homophobic and to somehow escape unscathed would be miraculous. So, I don't hate you because you're homophobes. I actually admire you. I admire you because most of you are only a bit homophobic. And to be honest, considering the circumstances, that is pretty good going. But I do sometimes hate myself. I hate myself because I fucking check myself when standing at pedestrian crossings. And sometimes, I hate you for doing that to me, but not right now. Right now, I like you all very much for giving me a few moments of your time. And for that, I thank you.
1: We've come so far, what was that, seven years ago or something like that? Yeah, 2014. Yeah. So like, we've come so far since that. Six years ago, Gay people can get married.
0: I know, yeah, it's,
1: it's nuts. fucking mind blowing. Yeah, in, in Ireland, like,
0: yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I was twenty six or something be- before I had legal sex in this country. <laughs> like, oh know, that just blows my mind. Yeah, like, I went through all my college years and everything, and it was a criminal offense. <sighs> That's insane. We're like, just is nuts,
1: isn't it? Yeah, and we think we're such a forward-thinking society. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, isn't hard.
0: it funny now? see here? Yeah. There's a
1: little thing that you said that I think is very instructive, actually, of something
0: yeah. else is. And we think we're such a forward thing society. We've only thought that for 10 years. Yeah, right, like okay. we never would have said that right. 15 years ago. When I was a really? teen, nobody would ever have said that in the end, not, 1980s. Like, right. We were a backward looking, <laughs> all the place. And we all thought it. <laughs> when you knew that about ourselves. Right. Now we have ideas yes, of over our this idea, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this is a new idea that we're yeah. sort of forward thinking or whatever. But in drug
1: legislation, we're so behind. Like every other yeah. country is legalizing it. Uh, and, and this it sets thing p-
0: sets young people up for a, a, a sort of a life that's been criminalized exactly. and the, all exactly. the things that happen Exactly,
1: outside. and then yeah, the underground you know, the, the, the industry comes from that and they like weed is their biggest fucking seller you know what I mean? And yeah. then it's just society would be better if drugs were legalized. It would be obviously hard to do, you know but yeah. you start small start with cannabis it's yeah. not harmful you know People don't fucking jump off roofs or anything like ah, yeah, that, you know. Is weird, we, yeah. huh?
0: It's the cannabis one is so weird that, yeah. that people are so hooked up on that. Yeah. When nobody's ever done anything anybody, on
1: nobody's that. ever died. Yeah. Think about alcohol and cigarettes. Like alcohol, they might is have gotten some... fat or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what that's yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. eat a few Doritos and watch the fucking yeah. Bill Hicks documentary or something? But like, <laughs> well, the other thing
0: is that there are good examples There are some examples. Like Portugal is a very good example yeah. for from, all drugs. Are, yeah,
1: yeah. Are and, you know yeah. how
0: beneficial that's been. Yeah. It's funny, though. um, You know, in in theory, of course, I fully support... And I agree with everything you say about taking, you know, this market out of the hands of criminals mm. and, you know, everything that goes along with this and blah blah blah. Mm. Um, but weed has never been my drug. Mm. It's just never suited me. Yes. Even and I went to art college, so yes. you can yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and and so I really tried, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, had millions of, you know, t- tries, and it just always, always, always has yeah. made me unfun, right. boring everything becomes so stressed, like the phone Anx- rings, anxious. oh, my God. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. how could I possibly be expected <laughs> to answer tomorrow? Yeah. And people, you know, weed smokers all say, oh, you just haven't, you know, done yeah. the right."
1: It's not even really for me anymore. I used to smoke a lot in my 20s and now I haven't had a joint in weeks. Like, you know what I mean? So, in weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, for someone that's like, you know, talking about weed, like they usually yeah. be smoking every day, you know what I mean? But it's not for everybody, you know? No, it's not at no. all. But it's also never done me any harm exactly, whatsoever. Yeah. Drug legalization is all about harm reduction. Yeah. You know, you legalize it, you educate them, you make a better product that's not full of shite, you know, it's just... Yeah. They're just not willing to do it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, they won't even have safe injection centers in this
1: place. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. Even that slow. That was supposed to be three years ago. Or something, I know. You know. And it doesn't look like yeah. it's
0: happening anytime soon. Yeah. Well, before we finish up, um, what's next?
1: So I just finished writing an album and... Um, Me, Adam and Rachel were writing away on that uh, along with a bunch of other people and um, yeah, it's been a really, really nice experience because COVID was like up and down in terms of creativity, you know, being stagnant. Mm. It's hard to get that um, inspiration, I suppose. But then, yeah, I just ended up writing this album that I fucking love so much and I'm so excited to be sitting on it. Um, so now we just have to put in the work and get it really finished. Um, so, yeah, we're in the process of that. But next year, I'm going to be releasing that and then playing literally every gig I can possibly get my hands on. So. Well, yeah. Nah, look forward to it. And yeah.
0: um, thank you Neil, thank you Rachel, thank you Adam. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, looking forward. Thanks so much to hearing more stuff. Yeah. And um, if I ever need a dog walker for Penny, <laughs> I a know show. where I know Give where to a go to.
1: Thanks Offering for a can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. My pleasure. The
0: music It's going on our theme tune Lisa Hannigan oh
1: no way oh that's class she's, she's amazing it. she's dead
0: people all think it's funny that I that I do the drag for it, but in the old days yeah there was a studio audience yes. and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was you know, monologues and there was like a performance kind of element um, and people talked to Panty differently Boy, okay. than they talked to Rory but then when it came down to one it became more but it's still this. It, well first of all over the years, he started videoing everything. So there's all his videos, so... And nobody wants to see Rory sitting here. And it still remains true that people talk differently to Panty. or they feel more able to be more revealing or something.
2: Right, really?
0: I definitely feel like, panting can definitely safe stuff that people will take. They take it easier from Panty.